Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Fable, and I am so thankful that you've decided to give my passion project a try. First, I want to do a little house cleaning, as they say. Um, This is the introductory podcast episode in which I will cover the format and the whys in house. By design, you will find 15 episodes that have been released upon this podcast premiere. That is so you can actually get a taste of this podcast in action and we'll give you something to listen to right off the bat. So if you don't really care about who this voice is and you're just looking for some relaxing story time, skip on over to the first episode to begin. If you're a bit more curious and you were hoping to settle down in a more gradual way, well, I think you'll be quite pleased with this episode. This podcast mixes the concept of mindfulness meditation with the sleeping aid podcasts or even ASMR type videos. Now, before you click away, this is not your typical ASMR story time. I don't do any superfluous clicks or whispers. I'm not opposed to that if you'd like extra content, but this podcast is a bit more broad. However, I do read the stories in a melodic, rhythmic style that my voice coaches have critiqued as being too relaxing to listen to. That's right, I'm a voiceover artist and I'm using a criticism to my advantage. Why though? Why put out yet another podcast into the world? I actually had a meeting with a psychotherapist and holistic life coach about this very podcast idea, and this was the question she left me with as I pared down my thoughts into a cohesive pitch. So I'm going to be blunt and honest and get right down to the brass tacks. I'm not good at yoga. I'm not vegan, and I definitely don't go jogging for fun. But I do have crushing social anxiety, stress-induced insomnia, and a personality that is often described as overly sensitive and emotional. That's why I started looking into CBT, cognitive-based therapy, and specifically mindfulness, for myself and for my own benefit. I'm also one of those scrappy, struggling artists, specifically a voiceover artist. Don't worry, I'll mention this at least once more during this podcast in case you missed it. A very popular recommendation from VO coaches is to start a podcast. Get your voice out there. The only problem is, what exactly is my podcast supposed to be about? If you get stalkery, you'll easily see that I've tried this game before. I had a cosplay podcast that had about seven episodes before I realized it was missing something. Substance. A purpose. I was just talking just to, well, hear myself talk. That's not going to happen this time around. Now, I'm not a licensed medical professional, but I am a certified mindfulness-based cognitive therapy practitioner earned from a Udemy course that is accredited by the CTAA taught by Graham Nichols. That's right, I studied up so I would know a little bit about what I'm talking about. The way I see it, I can be helping others while I help myself. My career needs a podcast? I'll give me one of those. My life needs some tools to help overcome my anxiety and stress? I'll do that too. And that brings us to the answer to the question, why? For you. You, dear listener, are my culpability partner. If we do these meditations together, we will bring peace and balance to our lives. Keep that thought in mind while I briefly go over the format. I don't know that it's entirely necessary to do this, but I listen to quite a bit of podcasts and I find it helpful to know what to expect. So, the setup is thus. 
A brief two-minute max introduction segment for any news outside the podcast that may be needed. I figure if I build this into the podcast at the start, it won't be as jarring should I ever actually have any news to share. Then we'll enter into our mindfulness portion with a brief five-minute breathing exercise to relax the mind and ease the body into a sense of calm. This will hopefully achieve the ultimate goal of the podcast already by finding peace for the moment. The next segment will be the bulk of the podcast, the story time. I will mostly choose children's stories that can easily be used as bedtime stories, although some may be more adult in language, such as mythology stories. Finally, we will close the episode with either a reflection on the story, an inspirational thought to walk away with, or a self-care tip. This section will probably evolve as we go along based on your feedback, so I would appreciate you letting me know what you would like out of this podcast. I can go more in-depth with some MBCT practices, which I think might help a lot of people, but to start off, I don't want to get into anything too serious, as we should build the trust and commitment of this podcast beforehand. For any suggestions and comments, you can email readingwithcary at gmail.com. The who I am will come later in the podcast. Let's first discuss the benefits of mindfulness. I want to again shout out Graham Nichols, from whom most of my knowledge stems. While I do have several books on the subject, his course is the most recent study I've done. So I won't go into the history unless it's requested, but I want to bring a few thoughts to the forefront. Firstly, mindfulness is frequently used in therapy sessions. The word therapy comes from the Greek word therapia, which essentially means taking a short journey with another person for a while. That's what I'd like for you to consider this podcast. We are walking together for the duration of each podcast episode. As Grandma emphasizes, we are all on a journey. We have a responsibility to help others on that journey. So what is mindfulness? Simply put, it's being aware specifically aware or focused on the present moment. We acknowledge our thoughts and feelings as well as our bodily sensations. We validate and accept our status in the present, and through that we gain the power of how we react to those thoughts and feelings. You can acknowledge a negative thought without engaging and dwelling on it, and through MBCT you can rewrite that negative thought into a positive one. Now, this podcast is going to center mostly around the mindfulness aspect of MBCT for now. Although, as I said, we can incorporate an eight-week MBCT program into the podcast if there is interest for that. Mindfulness also goes hand-in-hand with meditation, but where meditation focuses on the internal only, mindfulness brings acknowledgement to both internal and external. With meditation, you guide your thoughts and let them come and go like a floating cloud. With mindfulness, we guide our thoughts, emotions, and behavior. We express appreciation and gratitude, and that positive shaping of our mind helps with our overall mood. Mindfulness has clinically been proven to decrease stress, depression, anxiety, and the feeling of being overwhelmed. With daily practice, it can improve your general health, as well as improve your memory, concentration, and focus. It also lessens emotional reactivity. All of these things together really does improve your quality of life and well-being. 
Now, before we begin the example meditation exercise, I want to share with you a very simple technique I learned for getting rid of negative thoughts that distract your concentration. Many times, I personally have been pulled away from a mindfulness exercise with a long to-do list or even troubling memories or future concerns. So if you're in that position at the moment, I first want to applaud you for sticking through the podcast even this far. I also want to remind you to never punish or shame yourself for falling into those negative thoughts. Throughout our time together and in your own meditations, if you ever find that your mind wanders, simply acknowledge that fact and readjust to the present moment. And this technique, which we are about to go through, will help you refocus in a positive manner. So let's begin. Think for a moment about a concern or stress-inducing concept with which you are having trouble. It could be a work presentation, a school project, or even a personal event that is causing you anxiety. So what we are going to do is on a slow inhale, you will visualize that thought, hold it as you hold your breath for a moment, and then release the thought as you exhale. You can think of it as gathering the negative energy into a ball and then releasing that negative energy from your body. Or if you want a less spiritual concept, think of raking up your stress-inducing thought like a clump of leaves and then collecting those leaves into a trash bin. Now that you know what the technique is, let's practice it together. Conceptualize a negative thought or concern, a fight you had with a friend or a task you were anxious to complete. Visualize that idea on a slow inhale. In, two, three, four. And hold that thought for just a moment as you hold your breath. Now release that negative thought on a slow exhale. Out, two, three, four. Keeping a naturally slow breathing rhythm, you should feel a sense of relief or a release of tension. If you are unable to completely release that thought, Break it down into smaller aspects until you are able to release the concern from your mind. If another troubling thought pops up, give it the same attention. Concentrate on the thought with a slow inhale on the count of four. Hold it for a moment and release the thought on a slow four count exhale. Do this as many times as you have troubles until you find yourself in a blank state of mind. This technique should only be used to help you concentrate on the present moment. I would recommend at some point speaking with a professional or walking through a self-help book to help you overcome those stressing concerns. But for now, this is good. Let us now walk through an example of one of the meditation techniques each podcast will contain. This one is called the Heart Activation Breathing Method, H-A-B-M. Again, this exercise is scientifically proven to match the heart and brain together. During any negative emotion, our heart and brain become misaligned. Doing this exercise for just three minutes will realign your heart and mind. Close your eyes and just focus on breathing for a moment. Don't change the pace forcefully, just notate the process within. Try to gently encourage your breathing to slow a bit. Perhaps internally count to four. Let your breath rest within your lungs for a beat. And then let the breath back out on a count of four. Resting with your lungs empty for just a beat as well. 
Now imagine your breath going into and out from the heart. Biologically, we know that it is our lungs that perform this function. But for the sake of this exercise of aligning your mind with your heart, visualize the oxygen entering your heart or your chest and exiting out from there as well. It might help you to put your hand over your heart as you breathe to direct your focus to your heart. Settle into the rhythm of your breath slowly, coming into your heart and gently leaving it. It's okay if your mind wanders. Just make note of it and bring yourself back to focusing on your breath. Great job. You've completed the exercise. I like to take a nice, long, slow sigh to celebrate the realignment of my heart and mind, and I invite you to do so as well. If you need to, you can sit a bit more with your natural breathing rhythm. Continue this podcast when you feel ready. At this point in the podcast, I would then read you a story which you would focus on in the present moment, practicing mindfulness in a creative and relaxing way. For this introductory podcast, however, I think it might be useful if I told you a bit about who I am so that you and I can begin this journey together as friends. There are two things that have always interested me, the human mind and entertainment. My parents would tell me that at the age of four, I would answer the question, what do you want to be, with one simple word, famous. Later, that developed into a bit less of a selfish ideal. Namely, I wanted to make people smile. I recalled looking up to the sky at the age of seven, thinking even if I were to play a villain in a show, I wouldn't mind as long as I helped make people happy. The simple idea of happiness has been both a curse and a blessing. With such an intangible concept, I was never weighed down by a specific life path. On the other hand, I never truly found a profession that wholly satisfied me. I thought of being a psychologist or counselor, a nurse, a crime scene analyst. I even dabbled with the thought of becoming a police officer. I've sold used cars, lottery tickets, alcohol, video games, Halloween costumes, truck parts, and help people with their marketing strategies and privacy compliance. There's an inside joke among my friends that I have the James Franco of careers. I've done a little bit of everything, and I'm currently only in my 30s. The closest to a career that I've ever thirsted for was in acting, or at least entertainment. I've been in the voiceover industry for about seven years, give or take, uh, some training phases. I've voiced car commercials, mobile app games, e-learning presentations, and a bit of story narration. I've yet to find success as I define it, but slowly my dreams and reality are compromising into what I hope will birth a content marriage in the near future. And the mother of that creation is this podcast. I mentioned there were two topics of interest, entertainment and the human mind. When I say the human mind, I don't mean in a biological way, but more of a psychological or philosophical way. You won't ever hear me say that I am capable of deep intellectual thought, but I am compelled to understand what makes people tick. 
I am an avid researcher of true crime. Why do serial killers seem so alien? And could we possibly prevent murderers by focusing more on our children's behaviors and upbringing? On the other side, I have suffered from depression for about two decades now. It really started surfacing in high school, and I am only now truly finding the peace I've been so desperately longing for. I'm sure the concept of mental health will be brought up more as we continue this journey together, as mindfulness and CBT are tools used for so many issues. I don't claim to be a master of mindfulness or a guru practitioner of any kind, but I am an empath and I do seek to help others find reprieve and to be my own strength when I need aid. So who am I? I am a Slytherin Fire Tiger Virgo who runs a YouTube channel with my sister called Tier 2 Works in my free time. Yes, that was a shout out. And hopefully one day you will call me a friend. After every story, I thought it might be nice to leave you with a thought-provoking message or an inspirational quote. I have found that the wisdom of Zen is often partnered with meditation, and the term brings to mind feelings like calm and peace. Since that is what I am hoping we can achieve to reduce stress and ease anxiety, I may often quote a proverb that comes from Zen teaching. I want to lay down a disclaimer that I am in no way pushing the concept of any one religion onto you, nor do I practice Zen Buddhism myself. For the record, I'm Christian. I simply feel that the quotes may benefit our own voyage. Fun fact, mindfulness actually did originate through the development from Buddhist teachings. Don Kabat-Zinn put together multiple traditions and is considered the founder of Western mindfulness, MBSR, Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction. As Thomas Cleary stated in the foreword of Zen Essence, The Science of Freedom, Zen is the freshest essence of mind, already gone by the time it becomes an idea. The Zen meaning of literature is impact, not ideology, because the very nature of Zen, its essence, is neither of the East nor of the West. The classical Zen masters have said that this essence does not belong to any particular culture or philosophy, let alone any particular social class or group. A Zen poet remarked, On whose door does the moonlight not shine? It is at the source of ideas, not a product of ideas. And this is what distinguishes the essence of Zen from all derivative philosophy, religion, art, and science. And so, finally, I leave you with a thought. Fittingly, for the introductory episode, I have chosen the musing of Zen Master Fayan, who said, It is wrong to act as a teacher of others before your own mind ground is clearly illumined. Therefore, I want to reiterate that I am not a medical professional, and it is my simple hope to walk this journey with you, whether it be to merely fall asleep or explore supplemental mindfulness meditation materials. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. 